You are listening to the Christ in All podcast, where we discuss how following Jesus Christ impacts all areas of a believer's life. Each week, we will answer questions about the Christian worldview in an effort to help both new and mature believers grow in their faith. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Christ in All podcast. This is Matthew Smith. Uh, with us today, as always, is Chad Hunsberger. How's it going today? All is well. Excellent. All right, so this is not really a... A listener question, I guess, it, but it was something that kind of came up. They might listen after they, might they find listen, out yeah, the answer. We're their talk, addressing this yeah. topic, right? Uh, so I was actually recently in my life group here at Colonial Heights at yep. church on a Sunday morning, and we were. Uh, the life group lesson was actually from Daniel 1. Okay. We we're talking about uh, convictions that we are supposed to hold as believers and how we stand up for those convictions, even in the face of like cultural pressures, sure. right? And so there was a person who shared something that they are actually going through right now. Mm-hmm. And so in this family, they are at advocates for adoption. Sure. Right? Okay. So they are uh, they have supported adoption families, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, involved in our HOC Hearts Compassion Ministry. Right. right? So, um, and so this family, it was the wife who was actually uh, sharing this. She mm-hmm. said that they have a friend, a pretty close friend, who is uh, is homosexual. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and so that, that is a relationship they're trying to maintain, trying sure. to like just show love and the love of Christ to this person, yeah, right? Good. And uh, but this person is right now is pursuing adoption, mm-hmm. okay? And he was expressing some, uh, I guess, like some frustrations maybe about mm-hmm. how his current adoption process it isn't going anywhere. He feels like he may even be, um, I guess. I don't know, persecuted is not the right word, but is, mm-hmm. is maybe discriminated against, right? Okay. Discriminated against because of his homosexuality. So uh, I didn't get any details as to what type of adoption he was pursuing okay. or what type of agency he might have been using, but he did feel as if the reason why his adoption was not moving forward is because he's homosexual okay. and the workers are discriminated against him for that reason. So coming back to our church member, our family that is here, um, they were wanting to know how they should respond to this situation. Yeah. Like what should they say to this person? They want to maintain this relationship, mm-hmm. but at the same time, uh, they have convictions about adoption and based on scripture, convictions about homosexuality. Yeah. And so they're trying to figure out how they uh, walk that line of, of being in obedience to what God says, but also show love and support to this person in the right way. Sure. That kind of opens us up to a bigger topic of just homosexual adoption in general, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so we would love to have your thoughts on that. Should people who are openly gay, homosexual, should they be allowed to adopt children or if mm-hmm. that's okay? So, all right. So yeah. all of that, take it yeah. away, Chad. Okay. So uh, I, I do think that there's two yeah. points to this, right. right? So the bigger so question... So we're going to yeah, start with the broader and then, topic. And, and then then how we'll, do we address that? Sounds great. Uh, apply it. I, I think we need to understand that the command and expectation from Scripture to adopt, to care for orphans, as it says in James 1, right, is given to believers, given specifically to the church, that, that a religion that is true and undefiled, yeah. right, is is going to be one who cares for orphans uh, specifically, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> and so one of the things I think is necessary for us to understand is that when we as believers then have that expectation that the people that are adopting are believers, mm-hmm. it is because 
adoption is different than just adoption for the believer is different than just we like the idea of family yeah. or we want to pass on our name or we want to mm-hmm. extend the size of our family. It, it can be those yeah. things. Yes. I mean, uh, both you and I have adopted and, and in that, I mean, we're, we're soon to leave to go bring yeah, home another right. child, which we're thrilled about. But it's more than just passing on our name, extending the yeah. size of our family, whatever. It, it is because we have been adopted by Christ mm-hmm. in a way that allows us to then see the need to share that truth and, and offer that same sort of uh, earthly adoption yeah. to others. To children, yeah, there are Christian couples who adopt just for the sake they can't have their own children biologically, right. and so they want to adopt so that they can have a family. Right, uh, but that and that's fine. But there should be much more to that yeah. involved in the adoption. In than the just, same way that a Christian family who has biological children, it should be for more than just yeah. to, again. In larger family. Mm-hmm. It should be for that. Mm-hmm. But it should be so that you can raise them right. to walk with the Lord. In your so, biological children, you're displaying the gospel. In adopting children, you're displaying the gospel. Either and that's way. the bigger picture of bigger why picture. you want to do those things. So then the question is, okay, well, are you saying that all homosexuals are lost? And, and what I want to be careful in that is when we as a church, as, as looking at Scripture, are understanding that for any scenario, when people are uh, living in unrepentant sin, mm-hmm. whether that is homosexuality, which Scripture is clear about, or that is that they are not believers in God at all, right? So yeah. like either category, we would say that, that, that unrepentance means that, that we are not going to support we being believers, the church, aren't going to support that adoption because for us... It matters, like where this child is going, yeah. right? Uh, for their spiritual mm-hmm. well-being, for their health, like that—that that, that matters to us. Now, what I would say is, there are state entities yeah. that are not, or even nonprofit entities that are not Christian-based, yeah. that are not connected to a church, that are not, and so for them, they don't have the same reason yeah. or purpose behind like putting their, children with families. Their purpose is not to display the gospel. Their purpose is to get find families who want to adopt children for those other purposes, to That's expand their exactly family. Right. To, yeah. and, and for good reason, even. Mm-hmm. Like, right, we, they, there are kids in the foster care system that need yeah. permanency. That would be helpful and good. So, like, they're, they're having that mindset. But for us... Yeah. Again, or for the Christian entity is saying we're looking for Christian couples who want this for the glory of God, for the display of the gospel. Yeah. So, so, from the Christian perspective, uh, it, we would we are saying that um, it is not going to be best for a homosexual couple correct. to adopt because that is not displaying the gospel. Right. We might say that there might be a situation where that could be good because it might be better than the alternative for that particular orphan or whatever the case is, right? But it is not best because the adoption that's best is the one that displays the gospel. And that's why, now, and that's also, this is not the point of this episode, but that's also why it means that more believers ought to yes, absolutely. Re- receive that uh, call mm-hmm. and care for orphans better and more often because we need more uh, available. Yeah. Okay, so side note, that was a 
Yeah, freebie. That's right. Um, you should be in, involved yeah, in adoption. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but what I would say is, for this individual who I do not know, um, that is particularly feeling discriminated against. If that discrimination is from Christian organizations, I would say that there that Christian organization has reason yeah. to quote unquote discriminate. But it's not just because they're homosexual. It would be in conjunction to what we understand about displaying the gospel. Yeah. And and so there's there's correlating pictures there, mm-hmm. but that wouldn't be the only reason, okay? If it's from the state, yeah, I would say that that or the, for any other organization, or non, yeah, that non-Christian is, that is not organization, yeah. yeah, I would say that is a different problem mm-hmm. because the state has laws and non-discriminatory uh, policies, procedures in place mm-hmm. that would say that that's not the way it is supposed to go. Now, as a as a if I, if I am a believer in one of those state employee seats it's a it's a difficult yeah, seat absolutely. to sit in but i think about that for all uh state like when if, mm-hmm. if you're a public school principal there are things that you can and can't do or a public school teacher right uh different different places that you you've said i'm choosing to sit under these yeah. policies mm-hmm. rules laws whatever by yeah. by uh living in this, like I accepted that. And so going back to the, even the Daniel one picture, right? He asks for permission to eat different food and to do different, not drink wine, but to drink water. He, he, he goes about that in a different way saying, this is what we would like to do because it's going to be better. And in the same sense, um, there, there are laws, rules, policies in place. And sometimes you, you, when you sign up for that job, you accept those, yeah, um, and so you have to you have to weigh that kind of differently or carefully. Yeah. So this this homosexual man, if he is going through the state or through a mm-hmm. non Christian adoption organization, and he is being discriminated against because of his homosexuality, like those other organizations, they have within their rules that they would allow him to adopt, mm-hmm. and so they should allow him to adopt, right? right. So so if he's going in that direction, you would agree that he is being and that's why he's, it's not, and we know for sure, we're just taking his story at face value. Sure. That he is um, being discriminated against, that it is wrong for them to discriminate against him in that way. Yeah, yeah I, I wouldn't necessarily go so far to say that they're sinning in that. I, yeah, I don't right. know them at all. Especially if they are not believers. <laughs> yeah, then, you know. but I would say that, like, that's not, that's yeah. not the... As uh, employees of those organizations, yeah, they do should that. do their job, yeah. right? Now, what I would say then... I, I, it makes me kind of fast forward to what what is expected of us, and maybe particularly this friend, yeah. the church member here. How mm. do I love the, right. my my friend who's going through such a hard time? I, I think I want to say two things okay. there. One is that advocacy for um, adoption is connected to this this spiritual picture that. That, that that does matter for us as believers. So your your advocacy in that way, maybe that's financial, maybe that's uh, like targeted support in some more practical way. I think <clears throat> that that should be held for the believer. Yeah. Okay. However, like sympathy 
kindness, consideration, mm. love, a shoulder to cry on, yeah. uh, all of those, like even, even um, like loving this, not just this couple mm-hmm. or this man, but loving the child that might come into their home. Man, absolutely, you, you should feel right and yeah. free to do that. It just doesn't mean that you necessarily um, go to battle yeah. for their those those uh, those decisions, or that you financially support them, or that you. Um, I'm trying to think of another example, but but I would say it does mean that you can absolutely show kindness and sympathy toward them. Um, because that's what we're called to do as mm-hmm. as believers. We're, as we have friends, uh, we we want to display love to them, yeah. and that just doesn't always mean the same yeah. type of practical implications as it might mean to your fellow church member or friend or family member that is a believer that is adopting. That that's going to look different, and so I would say that is probably where some of the challenge comes. Yeah. Um, our church regularly is supporting people adopting. And so there's that twinge in us that, that kind of feels like, how am I, why am I not able to do for that person? Mm. What I do for the other people in my life group, yeah. or other people that I sit by or other people that I see week after week. And, and I can't do that for them. And and I would say that is part of the challenge in, in you know, befriending rightfully. So, right. um, yeah. Anytime that a believer has a relationship with someone who is homosexual and you want to love mm-hmm. this person, develop a relationship yeah. with this person, you have to do that while at the same time not affirming their homosexual right. lifestyle because that scripture like clearly states what God has to yeah. say about that, right? So so that's um really where this kind of falls, right? Yeah. Is they we want this person to continue loving, supporting, being friends with this person, mm-hmm. doing everything they can from like you said, emotional support, those types of things. But uh to provide financially for this person's adoption, you're saying is going to step be a step too far into the mm-hmm. affirmation of their lifestyle. That's right. right. Okay. That's right. And I would say again, I would even argue that for the those not just this is not just to me. I realize it is the, this question. This is not just a homosexual question. This is also for those that are lost. Yeah. Um, that that you might, yeah. Um, in, in the like other a, let's say another type of adoption that would not reflect the gospel in this way. Let's say a a, I, a divorced person who um or maybe they're still single and but just want. Would you kind of put that in that same category, maybe, or a divorced, lost person? Uh, yeah, div- yeah. A, a lost person certainly, a uh, lost couple, lost, yeah. divorced, single, married. Either way, I would say that that falls into that category. Um, I think it gets a little bit more challenging mm-hmm. with with understanding divorce and all that yeah. comes with that. But I would say someone who is lost, uh, like uh, of another religion or of no religion. Yeah. Um, certainly, I would say that that is not something we would support because you would say the same thing to that person: love yes, these people well, do what absolutely. you can to su- emotionally support, be there for mm-hmm. them, but would not provide financial assistance towards their adoption. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Okay. All right. So I, don't I hope know. that helps some. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's a, it, it could also just make it. I, I, I want to say this: I'm so thankful that there is that conundrum at all. Yeah. Right. I would rather these individuals say, I want to love my friend well, and I want to care for orphans well. How do I do both of those things? So I want to say, highly commend that. 
and and I'm so encouraged to hear that. Um, I do think that's a part of living in this world. Yeah, not being of it, but living in it. Romans twelve, right? I, I think that is what we see is this this challenge that, and we're going to continue to see more and more of it. And the more we we don't just try to uh, ignore the world, ignore that's around us, and go headlong into that, we're going to find those more and more conflicting uh, issues come up. Yeah, you use the phrase, I hope that helps. Like, I, you know, this is where I would say, mm-hmm. all right, well, that's going to conclude this. Talk. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know that we really came to a definite conclusion. Yeah. I don't know if that's uh, going to be at the in the end of the day, like helpful for this person to, in their right. decision on what to do. But uh, it, it was good to just kind of have the conversation. And like yeah. I said, good that this person is in this situation at all and is feeling this tension. Right? Sure. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. So we are going to wrap up this episode then. We have hope you we hope you have enjoyed it. If you did, please share it on social media. Uh, give us a rating or review on your podcasting app and we thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Christ in All podcast, a ministry of Colonial Heights Baptist Church in Ridgeland, Mississippi. Together, we glorify God by making disciples of all nations. For more information, please visit our website at colonialheights.org.